Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of November, 2019. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 101 and 109, basically with the exception of 5 through 19, so verses 1 through 4 and 20 through 30. First Maccabees 3, 42 through 60, Revelation 21, 9 through 21, and Matthew 17, 22 through 27. I apologize for not being with you yesterday. I thought that I was going to have evening prayer and I read through the readings and had some quiet time with God in the morning. But in the evening, by the time I got to it, I was terribly exhausted and I am a little bit embarrassed to admit that I chose to kind of nap on and off in the car while I was waiting for Jack at practice as opposed to sitting in the car and, and saying evening prayer. I had vestry meetings so I didn't uh, drive back and forth to church while Jack was at practice. But anyway, excuses, excuses. I'm sorry for not being here with you yesterday. I was here with you in spirit. And thank you all for your prayers. I really appreciate them. Please keep them up. And pray also for some unnamed friends of mine that are also in need of rescue in this season. Unnamed, perhaps publicly, but of course, named to myself and more than that, named to God, right? God is spirit. And those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly matriarch, to set forth her praise, to hear her holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship her, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by her infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided, undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come. Let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before her presence with thanksgiving 
and raise a loud shout to her with psalms. For the heavenly matriarch is a great God and a great queen above all gods. In her hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are hers also. The sea is hers, for she made it, and her hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker, for she is our God, and we are the people of her pasture and the sheep of her hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to her voice. The Holy One is in our midst. O oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 101 I will sing of loyalty and of justice. To you, O oh God, I will sing. I will study the way that is blameless. When shall I attain it? I will walk with integrity of heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes anything that is base. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. Perverseness of heart shall be far from me. I will know nothing of evil. One who secretly slanders a neighbor I will destroy. A haughty look and an arrogant heart I will not tolerate. I will look with favor on the faithful in the land so that they may live with me. Whoever walks in the way that is blameless shall minister to me. No one who practices deceit shall remain in my house. No one who utters lies shall continue in my presence. Morning by morning I will destroy all the wicked in the land, cutting off all evildoers from the city of God. Psalm 109 Do not be silent, O God of my praise, for wicked and deceitful mouths are opened against me, speaking against me with lying tongues. They beset me with words of hate and attack me without cause. In return for my love, they accuse me, even while I make prayer for them. May that be the reward of my accusers from God, of those who speak evil against my life. But you, O Lord, my Lord, act on my behalf for your name's sake, because your steadfast love is good. Deliver me, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is pierced within me. I am gone like a shadow at evening. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting. My body has become gaunt. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God. Save me according to your steadfast love. Let them know that this is your hand. You, O Lord, have done it. Let them curse, but you will bless. Let my assailants be put to shame. May your servant be glad. 
May my accusers be clothed with dishonor. May they be wrapped in their own shame as in a mantle. With my mouth I will give great thanks to God. I will praise God in the midst of the throng. For she stands at the right hand of the needy to save them from those who would condemn them to death. First Maccabees three forty two through sixty. Now Judas and his brothers saw that misfortunes had increased and that the forces were encamped in their territory. They also learned what the king had commanded to do to the people to cause their final destruction. But they said to one another, Let us restore the ruins of our people and fight for our people and the sanctuary. So the congregation assembled to be ready for battle and to pray and ask for mercy and compassion. Jerusalem was, in, was uninhabited like a wilderness. Not one of her children went in or out the sanctuary was trampled down, and aliens held the citadel. It was a lodging place for the Gentiles. Joy was taken from Jacob. The flute and the harp ceased to play. Then they gathered together and went to Mizpah, opposite Jerusalem, because Israel formerly, formerly had a place of prayer in Mizpah. They fasted that day put on sackcloth and sprinkled ashes on their heads and tore their clothes. And they opened the book of the law to inquire into those matters about which the Gentiles consulted the likenesses of their gods. They also brought the vestments of the priesthood and the first fruits and the tithes. And they stirred up the Nazarites, who had completed their days. And they cried aloud to heaven, saying, What shall we do with these? Where shall we take them? Your sanctuary is trampled down and profaned, and your priests mourn in humiliation. Here the Gentiles are assembled against us to destroy us. You know what they plot against us. How will we be able to withstand them if you do not help us? Then they sounded the trumpets and gave a loud shout. After this, Judas appointed leaders of the people in charge of thousands and hundreds and fifties and tens, those who were building houses or, or were about to be married or were planting a vineyard or were faint-hearted. He told to go home again, according to the law. Then the army ma marched out and encamped to the south of Emmaus. And Judas said, Arm yourselves and be courageous. Be ready early in the morning to fight with these Gentiles who have assembled against us to destroy us and our sanctuary. It is better for us to die in battle than to see the misfortunes of our nation and of the sanctuary. But as God's will in heaven may be, so shall she do.
hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle H, Song of Hosea. Come, let us return to our God who has torn us and will heal us. God has struck us and will bind up our wounds. After two days, revive us. On the third day, restore us, that in God's presence we may live. Let us humble ourselves. Let us strive to know God, whose justice dawns like morning light. Its dawning assures the sunrise. God's justice will come to us like a shower, like spring rains that water the earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 21, verses 19 through excuse me, 9 through 21. Then one of the seven angels who held this, who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And in the Spirit, he carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. It has the glory of God and a radiance like a very rare jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. It has a great high wall with twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates are inscribed the names of the twelve tribes of the Israelites. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city has twelve foundations, and on them are the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked to me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city lies foursquare, its length the same as its width, and he measured the city with his rod, 1,500 miles, its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall, 144 cubits by human measurement, which the angel was using. The wall is built of jasper, while the city is pure gold, clear as glass. The foundations of the wall of the city are adorned with every jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, 
the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst, and, uh, and the twelve gates are twelve pearls. Each of the gates is a single pearl, and the street of the city is pure gold, transparent as glass. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle P, A Song of the Spirit Behold, I am coming soon, says God, and bringing my reward with me, to give to everyone according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who do God's commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter the city through the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you with this testimony for all the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. I am the bright morning star. Come, say the spirit and the bride. Come, let each hearer reply. Come forward, you who are thirsty. Let those who desire take the water of life as a gift. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 17, verses 22 through 27. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised. And they were greatly distressed. When they reached Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the temple tax? He said, Yes, he does. And when he came home, Jesus spoke of it first, asking, what do you think, Simon? From whom did the kings of the earth take toll or tribute? From their children or from others? When Peter said, from others, Jesus said to him, then the children are free. However, so that we do not give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook. Take the first fish that comes up, and when you open its mouth, you will find a coin. Take that and give it to them, for you and me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. By saying together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Matriarch Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the matriarch. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Mother in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the queendom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Will you suffragists set B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer? Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them, now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our God. Amen. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I am going to try to zip through a few quick thoughts on the readings, not wanting to be late for work today. Thank you for bearing with me, friends. What stands out to me most about our psalms is the first psalmist that we read of Psalm 101, crying out, I'm studying the way that's blameless. When shall I attain it? When shall I be righteous? I, man, I can so identify with this, can't you? Like, I'm trying so hard, God. When am I going to get there? When am I going to be perfect enough that I can be safe from harm? At least that's the cry of my heart now. And I, man, that's missing it on so many levels. So I guess I would say this, God, give me the strength to embrace my suffering and that I embrace the grace and the growth that it brings and help me. Help me to wring every last drop. 
of what I'm supposed to get from this lesson. I know that it's not your will for any of your children to ever be suffering, but it is your will that the suffering be purposeful. And in the end, or on the other side, glean us great glory and glory to your name, God. Help me, please, God. And the psalmist also, when he speaks to morning by morning, to me, that still speaks, this is in my note from the last time we read this, that God does things in our time. We reach out to God continuously, day after day. And when we have our eyes open to see it, we can see God working every day. God never takes a day off. And neither should our perseverance and faith. It is tempting in the depths of despair to just give up and lie down, but we must not, beloveds. We must persevere in faith and trust that God will give us what we need to keep going. And I think it's interesting that the skipped verses in Psalm 109 skip from making prayer to to our enemies to may that be the reward of our accusers. And we've skipped over the part where we the psalmist asks for terrible things to happen. So the the reward is like awful terrible things. But when we skip the verses, we go from our prayer to them to their reward. So. May we all pray for each other, even those that we consider enemies, God. And may, may we let go of vindication and seek healing and know that your justice will be done, O oh God. Amen. I like the promise, like like the psalmist, cry out, asking for God, help me, save me according to your steadfast love. Sometimes we're the accused, sometimes we're the accuser. In every case, let us be blessed and healed and made whole, God. Your work is greater than any... Help us, oh God. Save us. We are desperate and in need, longing for your love and redemption. Raise us, God. Raise us up. Give us your joy and peace. Bring us through into your love, with your love, oh God. Our reading from Maccabees. Oh man, this is, you know, Judah and his followers here. Judah and and the remnant, right? Isn't that it? It's all the it's what's left of all the Israelites. 
they are in despair. They feel surrounded on all sides and I'm pretty sure they feel hopeless. And so they gather together and they seek restoration and they pray. The first thing they do is pray and they ask for mercy and mercy and compassion. Let us do the same. And they open the book. They open this book that we're holding. They open the scriptures and they seek wisdom. And the things that they don't know what to do about, they cry out to God and they ask for help. And then I think it's so interesting here that the leader, Judah, or Judas, I'm sorry, I've been calling him Judah this whole time. Judas sends people home. He's outnumbered, but he still sends people home. Those who are building houses are about to be married or were planting a vineyard. Or were faint-hearted. He understood that not all of us are destined to fight in the same way. I don't think that you saw Judas forcing anybody forward at sword point. And then he takes the army and he gives them like a little sermon. Be courageous. God's will be done. I pray this for us today, my siblings. Be courageous. God's will be done. Our New Testament reading in Revelation describes the heavenly city, our home restored. Our true place of belonging. And, you know, there's so much symbolism here or literalism, whichever way you choose, and so many details. But what stands out to me today is the street of the city is pure gold, transparent as glass. Nothing is hidden. Nothing is buried. And just when we read this description, don't we feel a sense of peace and joy? We will eventually find our way home. God is coming. God has already come. Fight through whatever you're fighting through. Know that you don't fight alone. God and the cloud of witnesses that went before are reaching are here with you, fighting alongside you, and I am with you too. Remain steadfast, root yourself in faith and love, and fight on through.
I'm sorry, folks. I know that all of my thoughts lately are colored by the experience that I'm living through. I hope, I pray that still what you need to hear reaches you and please reach out to me. And if you feel like I am missing something or there is something else that I could be doing for you, please let me know. I, I am doing the best that I can in this moment, in my current context. Thank you so much for your grace. And then our reading from Matthew. And the reading that we didn't discuss yesterday is the one where an epileptic boy is brought to Jesus. And the father says, your disciples couldn't heal him. And Jesus is like, all you need is a teeny bit of faith. And he tell, you know, he references the mustard seed again. I feel like that. I feel like all I need is this tiny bit of faith and I can't find it. I'm just wallowing in despair. God help me. I repent of my own discouragement. Plant within me just the little seed of faith. Let me harvest it with your help, O oh God. In today's reading, Jesus is telling, Jesus tells the disciples about his death, that he's going to be betrayed by human hands and killed by human hands, and then raised by God on the third day. And of course, his beloved companions are deeply distressed. Can you imagine being told that, can you imagine knowing God and then knowing that God is going away? the hurt that you would feel for him having to go through this and then the fear for yourself being left alone. So I don't think the disciples quite, gra gra quite grasp what's happening to God yet. And I definitely don't think that they grasp that the Holy Spirit is going to be with them. And just as the disciples and just as myself, just as myself right now get caught up and can't see we get caught up and we can't see the presence of God with us. We feel scared and alone. And so my fervent prayer for us today is that God and God's infinite graciousness would make herself known to us today. Just reach out and touch us in a way that we know without a doubt that God is here and present and guiding us. And God is an Enneagram 8. I don't want a pendulum swing the other direction from conviction to doubt. And maybe I'm a different kind of 8 because I'm often assailed by self-doubt. God, give me the sight to see. just the way forward, just the next step. Guide me.
And let me know, let all of us know, everyone who needs it today, give us an unmistakable, tangible sign of your presence that we just know through our beings that you are here with us and you love us and you will see us through. Just let us feel your presence today, dear God. And then they talk about the temple tax. It was originally used for the sacrifices and upkeep of the temple. And it's interesting to note in my commentary that it continued to be levied even after the temple was destroyed as a penalty for the Jewish people's revolt. And Jesus reminds us that we are free. Just like a king's children, the princes and princesses, are tax-exempt, so are God's children. Yet, that we may give no offense, God provides sends Peter to go and fish, and the coin that is needed to pay the tax comes up in the fish's mouth. What is needed will be provided. Let us both give and receive freely. But God, let us remember that none of this earthly stuff is it. The true treasures that you're after are us. Our spirits, souls, and bodies, our hearts, minds, and wills, our energies, our efforts. These are the first fruits that you desire, God the best of ourselves that we have to offer. All of ourselves. For You love everything. Even those things that instead of offering them to you, we want to like hide from you because we're ashamed. Even those you consider treasures, God. So let me correct myself. It's not part of ourself. It's not. It's all of ourselves. God, I'm afraid. And I offer you the fear. Your will be done, oh God. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth 
and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.